Welcome to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share. And as always, go Utes. Welcome, everybody, to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. We're stuck in a snow squall right now. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called here in Salt Lake? Hopefully you're home inside, warm. <laughs> or a snowstorm. Yeah, How about that? It's dumping. They call yeah. it like a snow squall. <laughs> We're stuck in Google one right that. now. Anyways, thanks for being here with us tonight. We're going to talk all about the championship game. College football is sadly over for the season, but... We'll talk all about it. Please make sure you are subscribed to the channel. Make sure you like this video. If you're here in the chat, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you think. Please make sure you are following us on all of the social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Hit that notification button so you know when all of our content gets posted. And we want to thank our sponsor, Thomas Orthodontics. Huge thanks Huge thanks to Thomas Orthodontics. Look them up at thomasortho.com and let them know if you need anything done for the new year. He will help you out. We love Dr. Thomas. He does amazing work, and we're very grateful to him. All right. Go Utes. College football's over. It's sad. Is it over? Hey, is it really over? Prepare yourselves. The game is over. 33 more days is all. Mentally, get ready. 233 days. Yes. Start ticking off the days on the calendar. No, that's a long time. But a lot happens. A lot will start happening that will impact next year. I know. I I was actually thinking about that today because, I mean, the championship game, right? That's what we're going to talk about. But I wake up this morning and you get on Twitter and you're looking and it's already news breaking on stuff, right? Transfer portal this, transfer portal that. And and then obviously the coaching carousel is going to be crazy. So, yeah, college football feels like never actually ends. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, but there's no games on anymore. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, anyways, there's a void. There's but a void. national championship game was last night. That is what we want to talk about. Full reaction Michigan winning. Congrats to Michigan. I was disappointed, I have to say. I was going for Washington, but hey. <laughs> What do you got? So, uh, what's what do you your wanna, assessment? I mean, where do you want to start? I'll, I'll, well, start, with, start with the game. I'll start with the what game. The How game? about that? Hey. Is this our first time doing this? Jeez. What part you of the went qui- do you want to start with? Is you went quiet. Oh you too? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll chirp in and then agree, disagree, or whatever. Um, Props to Michigan. They deserve to win. They were the better team last night. Um, They imposed their will, the way they play, upon Washington. They're, I mean, dang, man, they're they're a physical team. Uh, On both sides of of the ball, that's the way they play. I'll say this, though, about Michigan, which I do like, is that 
or it seems to me anyway, I mean, I'm no expert, but Michigan does have, it seems to me, does have a culture and a climate of the way they play under Harbaugh. And it's the tough-nosed football. Now, I don't know what their portal NIL situation was coming up to it, but my understanding anyways is they, they've they created this, this culture, which is, you know, hard-nosed, strong type of football. And they've been able to impose their will on everybody. I mean, they were undefeated. They got beat last year in the in the uh, semis. Uh, so I I appreciate that, and honestly shows, or or at least would indicate on one level, that if you're going to be a winning program, is that it can't be mercenary ball, where you just go out out into the portal, pick up some bunch of guys in, bring them on in, and all of a sudden you're going to be transformed into a Michigan. <clears throat> and win. I don't see it that happening. I, I, I see Michigan, it just seems to me they've been able to keep this together in the, this climate that we're living in, at least up to this point. And they played their game, and they beat and they beat Washington. But I will say this. Um, the first quarter, and then just obviously into the second quarter, just briefly into the second quarter, I mean, Washington did adapt to the offense that was being shoved down their throat. It was a little too late for the adjustments in some ways. I mean, I wondered why they didn't adjust sooner. But the bottom line was, is they adjusted. And in so in the middle of the game, the middle section of that game, you can go look at the, the recap of the game. Look, Washington's defense stopped Michigan plenty of times to give that offense a chance to win the game. And the reality of it is, which surprised me, is that Penix missed some shots. Look, Michigan had a good defense, so it wasn't going to be easy. Their scheme was good, and their their front is really good, and they did have some pressure. But what I'm saying is, even with all of that, uncharacteristically, Penix missed a couple of touchdowns, is the way I look at it, which could have either could have changed everything. They actually could have either, on a couple of those occasions, tied the game or taken the lead. And I saw some guy from Michigan, you know, if you're going to win, win with some class, but this guy wasn't. He was on our, I don't know, you know, calling it a blowout. Okay, the score, yeah, if you want to be a, a simpleton, and say it was a blowout. It really wasn't a blowout. Not if you watch the game. Not if you watch the game. Washington was right there up until Penix threw the interception. The guy ran at 80 back. They scored. Game over. They got the ball back. They're trying to push it. They got stopped on a fourth, like on their own 30. They scored again. So there's like 14 points at the end of the game. The point is, Washington was right there. And what surprised me is that Penix missed some throws that could have changed everything. But having said all that, Michigan deserved it. They they won that game. Uh, that's how they played all year. So, anyway, that's my starting salvo into all of it. I, for me, the story of the game, I'm with you. Michigan, Michigan was the better team. But the story of the game, and if you watched it, was the offensive line could not protect Penix. Could not. I mean, it was within 
a second they were in his lap. And so he could never get comfortable uh, to make the throws that we're all used to seeing. And it was a little disappointing. I wanted to see the pennant that we saw versus Texas. But, hey, that Michigan defense, that front. But you're right. They got it down to a one-point. I texted you guys, and I said, get this to a one-score game at halftime. Now, the first play of the second half, he throws an interception. Terrible. So that was a yeah. little disappointing. Um, yeah. But they were in it all the way to, what, midway to the fourth quarter? And then the doors came off, and and it, it was a much more entertaining game than it started off. Man, when it was 17-3, to I think everybody was kind of going, oh, jeez. Let's not have another blowout. But they made it a good game. It was entertaining. I, I was just waiting. Please go score. Tie this thing up. Let's make this thing interesting. I think I just want to quote. I think Jim Harbaugh actually sums it up perfectly in his post-game presser. If you if you listen to him with, with Holly Rowe, I, he said, and I quote, it's pretty great. You watch this confetti come down. It's like <laughs> thousands of confetti. It tells a story. There's a story. In every one of these pieces of confetti, amazing blue confetti, I'm just so proud of our team. I don't think you could say it any better than Harbaugh said it himself. Put that right next to Aristotle and Plato. (laughs) Put it up on the wall. He's a weird dude. Yeah, he's a weird dude, but, man, he can coach football. Holy cow. I mean, hey, congratulations, Michigan. They they were the better team. 15-0. It's incredible. It was a crazy season. Um Say what you want about all that. But as far as last night's game goes, they were the better team. They ran the ball effectively. They did what they were going to do. It was, I was entertained until Mainly the up last front, five though. minutes. Mainly up front. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were the better team. I, My biggest disappointment, I can handle that Michigan was the better team because they were. It's very disappointing to me that Washington didn't play their best game. They, and I... Th- I will say, I think a lot of that is because of the way Michigan plays. I, I'm giving Michigan full credit because people in the comments are going to come at me and say it's because w- Michigan's so good on defense, which they absolutely are. But Washington, the mistakes, like Penix mm-hmm. was just, he was so off. And I do think a lot of that was the pressure he was getting. He he did not look comfortable like we've watched him play before. Usually that guy is as cool as a cucumber like even when the pressure's coming at him he doesn't get frazzled and last night he got frazzled and his throws were off and the decisions and then of course you know the end of the game his ribs were just snapped in half you could just tell he was in so much pain but it was it was disappointing to lose having him not played very well I don't feel like he played very well and so he had a rough game he had a rough game, and so to kind of leave that hanging out there I think is unfortunate. But again, huge credit to Michigan because their defense was just stifling. They just stifled mm-hmm. them. And with Johnson being banged up, I mean, he just wasn't – I mean, what? He went in the first play and then was basically out in the medical tent right after that. So he He gave it a shot, but he wasn't – he wasn't He helping. wasn't himself. You could tell he was – I don't know – 70, you were saying 70%? And, no way. I, I give him credit, but that was that was a that was a blow to the team, not having their, right. their back. And so you lose the running game, and then when you're star quarterback, I mean, some of the throws, like, it was just so unca- uncharacteristic of Penix. Like, he was overthrowing guys. He was missing guys. 
And that's not what you're used to seeing from him, especially their last few games. So that was disappointing. Washington's O-line just got destroyed. They could not do anything. They just kept getting completely like mowed over. They couldn't do anything. So it was a good game. I think the score didn't reflect really what the game was. It kind of blew wide open at the end. It was so much closer. I mean, Washington had every chance to win it towards the end and they just they couldn't do it but if they had scored if they had scored a touchdown like it's tied going into the fourth quarter that would have it's a totally different ball game um i could not believe a couple of the misses i mean he had a dunes open for a touchdown i'm just saying missed, just missed him and then texas mike you're right the the drops the untimely drops there were a couple where Okay, they weren't the easiest catches, but man, you got to make them. You got to help your guy out, and it just—they just could not get over that hump to score, and and then the wheels fell off. So, yeah, I mean they're they're pressing, and they couldn't make. You know, I don't think, I don't think Michigan made a turnover. Is that correct? No. Okay, and no, Michigan played a clean, as clean game. as far as that goes, and they're a good team, so you can't. I'm, but all I'm saying is, if Washington, which we were all. We've seen all year is if they would have made a play or two that goes for touchdowns, which they were there. Penix missed them. A couple drops here or there. It's a whole different game. But if, 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 man, I'm not making any excuses. That's the way it is because Michigan's good. They they deserve the win, and they did it. They imposed yeah. their will. They won. If, if, and I, I am going to bring this up, if the refs don't call a phantom holding call, the only holding oh. call that they called the entire game, basically. They hadn't called one the entire game, and then you call that one. That one is the one you call? I, I mean, I, come I, on. I'm with you. What do you want it me to changed, say? It changed the game. That was oh, come on, people. That wasn't it the reason the they lost the game. I'm not, Gary, Gary, don't put words in my mouth. You can't I didn't say, say that's that. the reason they yeah, lost can. the game. Okay. That One play, play it, was, it was garbage. That play was a 40-yard switch. Yeah. Okay? It was a first down at midfield. Instead, it is a second and 20. They punt. Michigan goes down and scores. That was the nail in the coffin. That was – I – that is the one thing about that game that is infuriating to me. I just wanted the refs to not have an impact, and they absolutely did. Now, again, I just Michigan won the game. Michigan was the better team. Yeah. But, that, Brent, I'm with you. That play, when it happened, I just couldn't believe that of all the stuff I saw that night, that's the holding that they called. I, it infuriated it's, me. More for me, it was the fact they had not thrown a flag for holding, like, the whole game, the entire game. And then that's the one you throw it on. That's where it really, that's like why it sticks out to me so much because finally he completes a long bomb to Odunze. Who knows what would have happened from there? And the holding call was nothing. It was barely it anything. And there was a lot of other stuff that had gone on in the game. I'm not saying they would have won Gary. Don't put that in my mouth. I didn't say that. Kind of sounded but, like it, you two. The no, chat, people in the I chat could hear it. I'm just saying that was bull crap. Bull crap. It was. <laughs> it just was. Hey. But here, here's what I also will say. Watching Michigan last night, 
gave me so much hope as a Utah fan because it's hard-nosed defense. It's just shove it down their throat. Not a, an explosive offense by any means. I mean, McCarthy, I don't. I actually didn't even look up his numbers. Like, what were his numbers? Not really right anything. Here. 120 yards or something. He, he was, right. yeah, he was 10 of 18 for 140. I mean, come on. Right. But it's a very similar Utah style type that Michigan was playing. And so that gives me a lot of hope for the well, future. Well, that's wonderful. The one thing I'll say about McCarthy, <laughs> I'll say gosh, you I don't think he's good. so ridiculous. <laughs> I am not a McCarthy fan. I, oh. at all. I, I, I've seen people say that he's a, I don't think he's a, first, a top 25 draft pick. Honestly, I don't. I think he's a game manager. I think he's been in that system for so long. I think he fits really well. He made, just like in the Alabama game, he made a couple of plays at such key moments of the game that it changed everything. He he was clutch when he needed to be. But as far as a quarterback goes, come on. 10 of 18, I've seen that all year. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree, man. J.J. Uh, McCarthy... That dude is not going to be playing in the NFL. I'm just telling you. He's not even going to be a good backup. I, I, look, Michigan, if there's any Michigan people out there or this gets clipped out or whatever, come on, you got to acknowledge that. The guy is not good enough to do damage in the NFL. He made some plays, whatever. But even in a good game, you even with, look, even with <laughs> Penix, and a, and a terrible game that he had, you could tell he was better than McCarthy. And the way McCarthy plays, he hands the ball off, and the guys run for 260 yards. He had to make a couple of plays. Well, if you're playing college ball at Michigan, you should be able to make a couple of those plays. I'm just saying the dude is not an NFL QB. But that's what I'm saying is you can win a national championship without the star QB, without the explosive offense it's defense wins championships we've talked about this numerous times about which which is more important they're both important obviously but what i'm saying is as a utah team who doesn't have explosive offenses ever it no that's not true yes it is true no no we don't have explosive offense we don't yes we did we averaged 38 points a game last year that's pretty dang no. explosive. What that Brin? showed me is <laughs> offensive line and defensive line are the two most important the trenches position groups on the field. Michigan had the better defensive line and the better offensive line, and they, they were the better team, right? You have a great offensive line that can cover up for an average quarterback, and it did. And they, they went 15-0. They won the national championship with an average quarterback and a and the best offensive line in college football there you go that's all you need to do go get the best offensive and defensive line in college football and you'll be in the playoff every year there you go so here's a question though did you see the poll i put out on twitter did you guys pull did you grading the game yeah yeah so let me throw that out i don't know what you guys did but so it's a championship game you know Who's the champion of college football? So there's just that excitement. Big game. All the plays matter. Okay. But if you were to be objective, as a football game, how entertaining was it? 
just as the game itself, how would you grade it? That's the poll I put out, A, B, C, or D. And what I found interesting, it's a pretty, pretty decent amount of people voted on it. Uh, 3% gave it an A, entertainment value. Gave it only 3%. 44% gave a B grade. And 46% gave a C grade. And 7% gave a D. So more people gave it a D than people gave it an A. Where do you fit in all of that? I can see that. I gave it a B. I gave it a B, I but a B. I, I'm more like on a B minus side of it. As far as the, just the entertainment value of it, I, I mean, I've seen more exciting games than that game. It was just there's so much writing on it. Well, yeah, for me, it was B leaning actually towards C for the reasons I said before, where I didn't feel like Washington played their best game. If if we had seen the explosive Washington, the Penix, the receivers that we had seen in the Pac-12 championship and in the Sugar Bowl, it would have been an A. I still think Michigan probably would have pulled it off and won, but I would I wanted to see that. So I'm a B leaning towards C. That's where I was. I think a lot of people are that way. How okay, let me ask this so so in the in the two semi games, how would you have graded Texas Washington? I would have given both. Yeah, both. This of is them. the second second year in a row where the uh the playoff semifinals were way better than the final. Last year it usually great. is. This year, I would have given both those games an A. Honestly, A, A. My, I was so entertained. Even with the Down mistakes. Those, and I mean, they weren't clear. Yeah, it added to it. I mean, it wasn't my Rose Bowl was so very clear. I don't clear, care about yeah. the mistakes. It was, it was exciting. You know, you, every play, you're kind of going, what's going to happen? It, both those games came down to the what? literal last play of the game. Okay? This yeah. game yesterday, it was kind of boring. I, 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 obviously, I watched every play, but... You're kind of waiting for something to happen. I would give it a C. C, even a C minus, honestly. It was it was fine. It was an average game. The semifinal games, those were great. Those were outstanding football games. But I still think opinion. it was a good game. I don't think it was anything like last year, which was garbage. I think no, the, last year was trash. No, I think the committee got year. everything right, to be honest with you. I yes. think the best four teams were there. And overall... They were good games, good football games. Some are really just outstanding and exciting. Some are just grinders, which this one turned out to be. So be it. But the parody was really good for, I think it was really good for the game. That's how I see that, you know, that. But I was worried the first quarter, man. I th- I'm sitting there going, please, for a couple of reasons. I wanted an entertaining game. Please don't get blown out like TCU did. I wanted an entertaining game, something to watch. But you, Washington, you can't do that to the Pac-12 in the last game. You can't get blown out and embarrassed. And they didn't. They yeah, held man, their they own. Just... They looked, they, they, they had opportunities. So it was, I was, it was a fine enough game. But for a championship, when all of college football comes down to this one game, this is, this is it. It was okay. I feel like that's how it always is. When was the last time the national championship was exciting versus the playoff games? I mean, for there's sure. Been, there's been some. 
Yeah, Didn't I mean, for sure Ohio the last State, two years. Alabama had a good one. Yeah. It was Alabama-Georgia that was in overtime. Is that There's the been some good ones. I, I mean, I don't have them in There's front been of me. There's some good ones. It's some real good ones. It's just ones. last year was so bad. So it was bad. so bad. And see, last year's two playoff games were amazing. So it was... But yeah, I was just glad. I was getting nervous at that first quarter that it was going to be a blowout, and I that would have been really depressing. But no, it wasn't. It was a decent game. It wasn't the most exciting game of the season, which is kind of what your expectation is. But it didn't meet that expectation. So, but it was good. You know, I mean, it was no SEC teams. It was kind of new faces that we haven't seen in there. So that makes it exciting as well. That was great. Um, here's the question. Is Harbaugh leaving or is he back next year? He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> I think he's so gone. Too. I think he's NFL. I think he, want, he wants back in the NFL. Yeah. We'll come back. So this, black but that just reminded me of something, though. You, you have to admit, after all that the NCAA did to Harbaugh and Michigan this year, the hamburger scandal, you know, they gave the guy hamburgers or something. Then the, the stealing signs yeah. garbage, cut him out for three games. I mean, come on. He just gave the biggest middle finger to the <laughs> NCAA. You got to yeah. love that, man. I mean, I don't care what you think about Harbaugh, but that's 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 got to feel pretty sweet. But anyway, going back to what you were saying, I think he's gone. He's going to the NFL. I yeah, think that's with- part of why he's going to leave because he's just going to say, yeah, exactly, Mark. So what do you think? Mark, you just, to the Raiders. Um, I don't know, man. Harbaugh to the Raiders? There. I would love him on the Raiders. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll take anybody on the Raiders, to be honest, at this point. The- <laughs> Pierce has done a pretty good job, though. He's done like a good they, job. They need to just Here's Here's a, it has to go. Offer him the offer Harbaugh the job. If he does not want it, or he's delaying, or whatever, then just cut cut the cord and have Keep AP yours. be the coach. Get it done. Let's get our guy. He's great. He's a great coach. The players love him. The Raiders are on the way up. Everybody, I'm just telling there's you, AP too, would be sweet. There's too many other teams that need a coach that. Harbaugh's going to go somewhere else. I mean, there's there's too many other teams right now that are that have fired their coaches and whatnot. What about the Patriots? Are they going to get rid of Bilicek and put Harbaugh? Yeah, Billy's going to be gone. Billy's gone. They just <laughs> fire or the. Uh, there's so many jobs. Who wants to go the to the Texans. Commanders? Honestly, the, Bird the Titans. Hey, just Bird. Fired Who wants Rabel? to go to the Washington Commanders? Does Jim Harbaugh want to go there? No way. No, He's no. not. Jim Harbaugh's there. going to no the No way Bilicek will end up there. He'll the end Chargers. up probably in the, at the Chargers or something like that. Yeah. It's Raiders or Chargers for him. All right. Well, do All you right. want to talk NFL playoffs since we're here? We have some of our end-of-year awards. Would you want to just go into the NFL since we're already talking about it? Yeah, but let me ask this question. Did you see the all the dust-up uh, over Jameis Winston at the end of the game? On, <laughs> I on Sunday, yeah. no. Okay, so you didn't see that. So if you didn't see it, I think some probably did. Maybe some didn't. It, it was the end of the game, and uh, 
the Saints picked the ball off and ran it down basically to the one-yard line. And game was over. It was like 41 to what, 13, 14, 17, something like that. It was a blowout. Game was over. So the call was from Dennis Allen, the coach, they're in the victory formation. And take a knee. I mean, there's only seconds left. Take a knee. Get out of there. Well, Winston, in the huddle, decides to change it and say, look, Jamal Williams is our guy. He hasn't scored a touchdown all year. Let's get him a touchdown. So they're in the victory formation. So the defense is, you know, game over. They're standing up. They hand off the ball. The dude scores. That, okay, that is the biggest Bush League Second-rate garbage I've ever seen. I don't like Shannon Sharp much. I don't really like his opinions much. But he said he had to cut the guy that day, and I fully agree. You don't just override your quarter, your your head coach, and you don't pretend to be in the victory formation. Dudes are just standing there unprotected. They think the game's yeah. over. All of a sudden, some big dude blasts through you so this guy can score. Sorry, man. That's Bush League, yeah. and the coach has got slammed for it, or Allen got yelled at by the ex-coach now of the Falcons. Anyway, that's my take on it, James. I don't know what you think. I my I have no problem that they scored at the end. I have no problem. Okay, with if they lined it. up I, to go for it. Exactly. It's how they scored. We've talked about this in games that we've been in. I bad, have no man. problem with late-game scores. It's not, it's not my job to stop me. It's your job to stop me. That's always been my attitude, especially – in the NFL. Now, Amen, Mark. Amen. Said, yeah, it is. Because you're right. There, it's victory formation. The game's over, and it just, it was it was Bush League. If they had lined up in a formation as a, as a play, and then they score, I have no problem with it whatsoever. So to defend yourself, and I get, as, as teammates, I understand it's this guy, Jamal Williams, who I actually really like, he hasn't scored all year. Let's get him a touchdown for him. I have no problem with that. Let's do it for him, for our guy. But do it with a normal play so the defense can at least line up. That's where, for me, it's like that's – I wouldn't cut him. That's not – I'm not going that far. Um, I would. You no, just override the coach? Big deal. You don't cut him. Yeah, I do. He's a backup. Gary's get, going scorched earth. He's, he's gone. Cut him. I would have walked in the locker room and said, what, what did you do? And no. then his, his smiley way that he does it, he smiles and his big eyes and he's all funny because the whole team wanted it. No, the whole team didn't want it. Jameis Winston wanted it. I said, all right, see you later. I actually loved it. You're out of here, man. I, I thought it was hilarious. I loved it. Look, if Jamal Williams can't score a touchdown until the very last play of the entire season, well, <laughs> sorry, buddy, you don't deserve a TD at that. Okay, enough of that. I am John Dub. Gary is. He's on it tonight. He's, I know he's John angry. W. Gary on the John Dub. Path. All right, go. Where are we? Right there. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just presenting information. He's like on it. What is happening? Because you keep clicking it. Well, cl- you click it. You click it off. You're clicking it. Bryn? Is it frozen? 
children. It's it's children. Oh, oh my it's gosh! First... I was trying to go. I was trying to go to this other. Let it go. Okay, <laughs> there we Mike. go. I know Bryn. he's had too many Red Bulls tonight. Jeez. I think. No, I haven't. Yeah, how many Red Bulls are you in at this point? Right. What are you, how many today? Let's go to the NFL. Don't. He can't Don't even lie. answer. He doesn't even know. <laughs> I was trying to find this comment from another John. Of, Will you guys continue to cheer for the X-Pac-12 members in their new conferences? Exactly. Rose, right on. I'm going to make that my profile picture somewhere. That, <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> Rose isn't complimenting you here. I know that. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm Here we go. There you go, Bird. I'm with you. What if it's an incentive? Maybe he made $100,000 for scoring there. Then do you have a problem with it? Maybe, 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 maybe. What is that kind of stuff? There's no facts on that, Bird. You're just making yeah, stuff Bird. up. Get that out. Get that out of here. Get that stuff <sighs> out right. of here. All right. Bryn, Bryn, get us back on. That's your job here. I've been Focus. trying. You two are screwing around with all of the comments. I was trying to answer John's comment. Oh, Oh yeah. What was it? About will, um, will we cheer for the X-Pac 12 members? And I would say most of them, yeah. Most there's of them. just oh, I missed that. Like probably one that I wouldn't cheer for. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm with it. All of them except for one. I'll be interested yeah. in uh Yeah, I'll be interested in most of them. I'm not I'm not There's some I don't care about. You know, USC well, here's how it kind of goes for me. USC and UCLA, they're the ones that started the bowl roll, this this ball rolling down the hill with the demise of the Pac-12. Um, and UCLA, let's just be honest with UCLA. They're the California market. They haven't won anything. They've been garbage. They're just piggybacking off of USC, and so they took them. And so these are the guys that got, you know, behind the doors, all the money, they got it going. And so, no, I'm not going to be cheering for UCLA, I can tell you that. USC, I'm probably not really all that interested either. But i, I got to say with Washington and Oregon, I, yeah, I'm going to probably uh, – I'm probably in on that. Yeah. Absolutely. Even Even in the Big 12, as we go in with Arizona and Arizona State, I, I'll be – leaning towards them in games now obviously if they're playing in games that matter to us and all that sort of stuff but overall i'll be rooting for them i'm in the exact same boat oregon washington uh cal and stanford i mean they're in the acc i don't really care honestly um oregon state washington state rip uh that's a whole thing but yeah i think overall except for usc couldn't can't do it won't do it sorry texas mike love you buddy but it, it's not <laughs> happening we wish Will not them happen. nothing. I wish them nothing. We wish you nothing. All right, let's go to the playoffs. NFL playoffs, everybody. It all begins. This is actually one of the best weekends of football, period, of the year. Are you these have, wild card. Um, you better have Peacock Channel. For that one game? The, what is that, the by the way? Game. That is so stupid. But it's the Chiefs. Who wants to watch that stuff anyway? Just stream it illegally. Stream your stream go through East. that There's Chinese channel you've got, man. No, no, no. It's Stream East. Anybody, it's great. I mean, yeah, they steal all your data, but it's fine. All right, just I'm just gonna tell you the games. Tell me what you think. We don't have to go in a you know 15 minute tirade on every on every game. Please don't. Please so Baltimore, 
San Francisco have the bye in the AFC NFC. You've got Cleveland and Houston. Uh, home game for Houston. Who do you like? Cleveland. Houston. I don't know. Old man Flacco, baby. I like I like Cleveland. C.J. Stroud for Houston, but I don't think they're going to have. Though it's a home game for them. It's a home game. Cleveland's D's yeah. dang good, and old man Flacco, dude. The guy's been lighting it up. Props to the old man. Uh, Miami, Kansas City. It's a home game for KC. It's freaking cold there, apparently. Um, I'm not. I'm not picking Miami. KC. I can tell you that. I'm going all in for Miami. No, none of us are going to pick Kansas City. You can just fly right past that one. No, I genuinely. I I actually think that the Dolphins get them. Now the Dolphins are banged up. That's that's the asterisk that I will say. Like a lot of their dudes are banged up, so I don't know who's going to play. But I think the Dolphins are a better team. Kansas City's you think so, man. Disappointing. They're soft. Yeah. Soft. Kansas City has I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just I think the the Dolphins get them. This is they've played once already this year. Kansas City won. Uh, but I think the Dolphins get them. What's the head coach name for Miami? Um, McDaniels. 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 Hey. I love that guy. McDaniels. I love that guy. How about wearing some Look, no. this isn't a fashion show, so can we please oh at gosh. least wear oh, some sweats so that go down you to your so... ankle? Not like, so it looks old. like he's got culottes on or something. He's you're cool. So he's like, he's stylish. He's like with his glasses that he was he's wearing awesome. the other day. Like, He's my like favorite him. head coach. Bull crap. No, he is. Oh. You're so full. Shh. <laughs> You're so full of it. My God. <laughs> Can you, you wear some pants? You and don't wear cool lots on the sideline. Okay. Wear a, wear a suit on the, on side the sideline and a hat. <laughs> I like his, I, I like him. God. Hey, did you see that clip of him? You know, when you look at him, you think there's this, he's this all, this, this guy that's all mellow and very, God, what am I trying to say, man? I wish my Red Bull would kick in. <laughs> that dementia's kicking in. We spit it out. Oh, but that gosh. he would be nice with his language and kind no, and all that kind of stuff. I watched harsh. him talking to his team the other day. Oh, yeah, it was R-rated, let me say it. As, you know, every football, you know, locker room and, and room is. But, I, I mean, you you look at the dude and the way they characterize him, and then I'm watching him talk to the team, and you go, wow, okay. Anyway, you got we got Pitt and, and Buffalo. Pitt's at Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo's rolling, baby. Let's go. Kincaid? Buffalo. Yeah. I'm all in on Buffalo. It's going to be cold, too. All right, going to the NFC. You've got Philadelphia going to Tampa Bay. Does Baker Tampa? Does Baker come I'm through? Tampa. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Baker and Tampa. No, I'm gonna the, say the Eagles because I gotta cheer for Covey. <laughs> Sorry, Tampa. I'm going with Tampa Bay, man. Philadelphia is reeling right now. Uh yeah, they are. The Rams and Detroit at Detroit. Uh, think about this. Stafford is going back to Detroit for a, for a playoff game. I love the storyline. I love it. 
I I want Detroit so bad in this game. I the Rams are playing good ball right now, but you know what? The Lions are good. I'm going with the Lions. I'm going with them. Yeah, that one's interesting. I I want the Lions just because it's been so long since they've been decent. So I, yeah, I'm going Lions. So that's the analysis of want. Gary, yes, you need to move on. Let's go. Gosh. We still have awards to do. I know. Okay, Come I'm on. just going to say the Rams are going to go in there because the secondary of De- of Detroit is not very good. And Stafford, hey, hey Puka Nakua, you got to get props out to the dude, man. It's hard yeah. for me. It's, it's extremely tough. Dang, man. All he's, right. He's, and then finally, Green Bay at Dallas. Oh, Green Bay. <sighs> What? I want Green Bay. The Green Bay. I'm not going to pick Go. Dallas. Why? Oh, my gosh. Any answer I give you, you're not going <laughs> to like. So just know <laughs> that I have picked Green Bay and be okay with that. <sighs> I, I, I would like Green Bay. Jordan oh, Love would be a cool them. story from the state. But I'm going Dallas at home at Dallas. What do you got, James? Uh, Green Bay. Yeah. Green Are you going to ask him why he chose Green Bay? He did it just yeah, to be I'll... annoying. No. <laughs> well, that, yeah. <laughs> because I want Green Bay. I'm not, Gary, I'm not putting any money on it. Uh, there's nothing to it other than I want Green Bay. Do I think they win? No. But I want them to win, so I'm going to pick them. Oh, because you want them to win, so that's Correct. why you pick them? Correct. That's all it takes. Jordan Love's going to have 455 yards passing in that game. All right, now he's now he's That'd being be a sweet, nut job. Actually. Let's. That'd be sweet. Let's. Go Utah State. Hey, Brian, take over. Take us to the next level. Where are we going? Well, speaking of Utah State, if you didn't see the news today, <laughs> Bryson Barnes is headed to the Aggies to Utah State. We wish him all the best. I think that's a good fit for him. That's a great fit. I love it. So. Hopefully he'll do well. Okay, we're going to do our end-of-year awards since it is the end of college football season, which is so sad. But um, these kind of, they encompass all of college football. It's not just Utah. We kind of broadened it this year because there may have not been so many to choose from just by Utah season this year. So, okay, we'll start with. Feel free in the chat to throw your stuff out. Yeah, please give us your answers. Let's see, which one do I want to start with? We'll just start with what was your best dollar that you spent this season? That one's an easy one to start with. Who do you want? Well, I I know your guys' answer, but I didn't go. No. Go, Gary. Okay. Go. The best money I spent was the money I didn't spend by going to the Vegas Bowl. Oh, that's that's a roundabout answer, but okay. There it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bryn, what's yours? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Pac-12 championship is, is mine just because even though Utah wasn't in it, that was so much fun to be there and to be at that game. And True. It, it was worth going to it to see those two teams play and to see that game. So that's mine. That's yeah. That's what I expected Gary's to be. Um, no, it, he didn't play the game right. So. No, I'm serious. I 
I would like to have gone to the Vegas Bowl if there was something riding on it and stuff, but man, I'm glad I didn't spend the money, so I saved the money. But having best, but yeah, that championship game was fun. Great game, too. The best money I spent was I bought two Mountain Dews during the Arizona State game, and it was middle of the day. It was like sitting on the sun for that game. I think it was the Arizona State game. That was the best money I spent all year because it was so freaking hot because we didn't have a single night game all year. I know. So that, awful. So, yeah, that's that's probably my uh, my best money that's I it, spent. Huh? <laughs> yeah, because it saved me. It saved <laughs> my- me. My I other a lot one, of money this year, actually. <laughs> well, my other one was the money we spent for the Florida tailgate. That, that was, was awesome. good because that was really fun. That was fun. Bunch, to meet a bunch of you and meet even Florida fans. So that that was my other one. So that was a good That's one. That's a good one. Okay. Um, what do you think was the best play of the year? So this can be any college football, not just Utah. This was kind of hard to think of. What's your best play? That's hard. That's what's so hard is I focus so heavily on Utah, right? Well, the, but it's like open it to college football. But for me, I'm going to go first. First play, of the, first play of the year. The Bryson Barnes touchdown against Florida. Now, it's kind of sad that it was downhill from there. But <laughs> I have never seen Utah open a season with a play like that, ever. And so just so unexpected to go up like that. It was awesome. It was that was that was fantastic. There's a f- bunch of people that agree with you, James. There's that's yep. what they're saying. The first play of the year that was their favorite. Yep. Gary. So if we extend it out, uh, the best play of the year. I can't believe it, but I was watching oh, no. it. I was watching it. Is that what was it? First and goal, Alabama, Auburn. They'd been knocked back. First and goal. To like the thirty, and it was fourth down, so they had to they had to get it in the end zone. It was fourth and thirty one. Okay, fourth and thirty run thirty one, and Milrow throws it into the corner of the end zone for a touchdown and beats freaking Auburn, and that's what actually got him. You know, the game against Georgia meant something and got him into mm-hmm. the playoffs. So for me, that play. I mean, it was like a miracle, but, yeah, that was the play of the year for me. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, Tony, I'm with you, man. Yeah, the Bama. It was. Fourth and 31. Fourth and 31, and he just, I don't even know how that happened, but, yeah. That's so dumb. Um, I mean, the Florida play, that's mine. And, of course, the field goal against USC, that's that's probably one of the best Utah plays. But the one I picked was – do you remember the Miami Georgia Tech game? And Miami had basically won the game, but instead oh, yeah. of taking instead of yeah. taking a knee, they fumbled it. And then Georgia Tech went 74 yards and scored a and touchdown. So it was like the last play, the guy chucks it from the 50-yard line, hits his receiver <laughs> in the end zone, time runs out, and Georgia Tech wins. <laughs> that was yeah. awesome. I that was just one of the ones that stood out to me. I thought that was funny. Gordon, okay, then what's- Gordon, you're wrong, buddy. <laughs> oh, the the, Nick the to Franklin for the touchdown versus Utah. My other I mean, one was, oh, was Bryson Barnes scramble. Somebody said it against uh, USC to set up the field goal that you mentioned. That scramble, yeah, I mean, holy cow, that was awesome. That was awesome. So many good ones. Okay, um, 
Then what was the best game of the year for you? For best me, game you of go first. The year. Best game of the year. For who go? You want me? Go ahead. Oh, I, go ahead. Well, if I'm going Well, I'll go, I'll, I'll just go quick. So nationally, well, no, this isn't nationally. But outside of Utah, not a Utah game, the the Pac-12 championship game was great. I know for the Oregon people who are in the chat or listening, watching, no, they're not happy with it. But that was a fun game for me. That was a, that was a good game. But the game, if I'm going to say Utah, was beating USC at the end with a field goal. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's just beautiful. Always beautiful. <laughs> of course. Yeah. James? I'm, so Utah, the U.S. No. <laughs> I went back and forth. Beating Florida at home, I mean, that's just legendary, right? The, the fact that we can talk about that. It's like we talk about beating Michigan yeah. at home, and it's been eight years, right? So having that. Um, but the USC, the last time we play them on the road, last second, that's the game for me when it comes to, to Utah. And then nationally, this one was tough. There were some really fun games this year. Um, but I... I would probably say the Georgia, or not Georgia, um, Alabama-Michigan game in the playoff. That game had everything. That game had everything. And a playoff game goes to overtime on fourth and goal. I mean, that's you can't you can't write a script better than that. Yeah. True. Um, Ron F. in the chat, Ohio State versus Notre Dame. That was a good one. I had forgotten yeah. about that. I totally forgot about that game. That was a great game. Utah, it's the USC. I mean, just the fact that we had to go to the Coliseum, backup QB, Vaki had his breakout game. We beat him on the last second field goal. We make Caleb cry. He wouldn't talk to the media. All the good stuff. He would go home with his cats and watch a movie. He would go hang out with his dog because he just can't handle the pressure. Um, But probably nationally, I think the Pac-12 championship and then also the SEC championship game, Mm -hmm. that Georgia-Alabama game, both those games, back-to-back days. But then the playoff games, like, it's it's hard because there were some really awesome games. I don't know if I can choose between all of them, but that was mine. Um, Okay, what was your biggest disappointment of the year, either nationally or Utah? (laughs) Uh, For me, it's easy. It's uh, how the season played out. You know, just all the injuries and just everything about it. Uh, that was the disappointment of the year. It's just one thing after another, after another, after another. So, yeah, nothing comes close for me. Utah's season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that was that's my real answer, but I knew it would be yours. So I did something else. But you're right. Like, every time, like, every morning it was like, okay, who's out for the year now? And you get on and you're like, oh, great, it's Ellis this time. Like, it's just, it was crazy. My biggest disappointment, USC. What? How do you guys, honestly, with all the talent out there, the the Heisman Trophy winner, blah blah blah, seven and five. That's the best you can muster is seven and five. That's my biggest disappointment of the year. USC with, yeah, not not. You're disappointed about them? Like, oh my gosh. Other than Utah is what he's saying. Call. Why does eight and five? I guess eight and five. Se- it's seven, seven and five. Bowl games don't count anymore. It's just I can't believe that when you got that much talent, that you can't like. 
every season should be, should be nine and three guaranteed or better. And it just, it was embarrassing sometimes to watch. I enjoyed it. I loved watching them lose, but it was, it's like, come on guys. So that's mine. That's a good one. Um, SC needs to get here. You know, they should really call Harbaugh. me up and get my opinion on this. Cause here, here's, <laughs> here's what they need to do is they need to get a SoCal guy, a coach who coached or lives in Southern California and knows the vibe of Southern California and knows the coaches, the high school coaches. Don't bring an outside dude like Lincoln Riley down there. They need a guy who connects to the society there and keep all those guys there. I think if they would do that, it would be a big step in the right direction. But you know what? I don't really feel bad for them, but there you go. No, not at all. Well, um, they're they're in trouble going into yeah. the to the Big Ten. Honestly, yeah. oh, Texas, yeah, Mike, you're right. They don't have the physicality that that type of football. I mean, look at Michigan last night. It was a completely different style of football than what USC can play, and they'll get run over. They'll win yeah. some games against Wisconsin and Indiana. Okay, great. But when it comes to the actual big boys, they need to get some physicality in there for sure. Um, a lot of people in the chat are saying the Utah-Oregon game was your biggest disappointment. That is that is a good one because it we just got so blown out. That was unexpected. And after game day being here, that is a good one. Mine, um, besides Utah's full season as the disappointment, was kind of the Big Ten there was such high hopes for the big 10 with Michigan, Ohio state and Penn state, like all beating each other up. And it just didn't really turn out that way. Penn state was a big disappointment. I felt like, especially when they played Michigan, I don't know. I thought that was going to be more exciting between those three teams. And it kind of turned out to not be so much. Okay. So then what is your biggest surprise of the year? James. Man, my biggest surprise it's hard because I kind of saw it coming, but not to this level. Arizona, I they are, I mean, we talked about it last year. We talked about it at the beginning of this year. I said they were going to be better, but man, they are, they're going to be very dangerous going forward. I was, I'm very impressed with what they're doing. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Arizona, that's my answer. That's a good one. Of course it is. I don't know. My biggest surprise is, is um, the num. Uh, honestly, is the uh, couple of the guys hitting the portal that I didn't would expect they'd hit the portal, and a couple of the guys going into the NFL. Those were my biggest surprises. Broughton was going to start, ends up at TCU. That's a, that's a surprise to me. And Mikey Matthews mm-hmm. wants to leave this program to go to Cal. Yeah. You know, we don't know everything behind the scenes, but those that, that surprises me. And honestly, a big surprise is Vaki choosing right now to go to the NFL. We've said it last time, but it's it's that that jump is huge and it just surprises me he thinks he's ready. Now, prove me wrong. I hope he does, but man, it worries me. But those those are my surprises, to be honest with you. Those are good ones. Um my biggest surprise was the Colorado hype train. I like, I just wasn't expecting it to happen the way it did. <laughs> and I'm like, I think we all expected that they'd have a better year than they did last year because 
how could you not have a better year? But it was just the hype for those first couple weeks. And even some national people that I really respect and like to listen to, even they were like jumping on it and saying that Colorado was going to win the Pac-12 and they're going to be in the playoffs and like all this stuff after just two games, plus all the other crap that came along with the Colorado hype train. That surprised me the most this season. I wasn't expecting it to be what it ended up being. <laughs> Fair enough. Get on the train, baby. Okay. Um, let's do your Pac-12 player of the year. I We narrowed this down to Pac-12 because, I don't know, I feel like all of college football, that's a lot. So, I don't know. Give us your Pac-12. Go quick through player. these. Yeah. Pac-12 player of the year. Well, for me, I mean, it's... It's Penix. It's Penix Easy for, for me. me. Yeah. I mean, there's some I mean, competitors that were right there, like Bo Nix in my view. However, Penix got two wins against Oregon, so I'm, I'm sticking with Penix. I mean, Penix is the answer, but I'm actually going – I'm going with Ellis. Oh. I'm going with Ellis. I, the, at his position, his level of dominance and really kind of came out of nowhere – I, uh, I mean, holy cow! So I think he's going to be a, a stud in the NFL. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with our boy Ellis. Good one. K Pac-12 coach of the Did year. Did you give it? Yeah, Penix. Oh yeah, Penix. Okay. Okay, your Pac-12 coach of the year. Well, it's DeBoer. Okay, me. I mean, yeah, I. For me, it's like one A, one B, but Jeb Fish at Arizona. He's got that yeah, thing that rolling, so I could I could say I could give it to him just as easy. But DeBoer, I mean, come on, they were undefeated, and right. just got beat in the you know someone's got to lose that game. They happen to lose it, so yeah. But honestly, Jeb Fish, he's doing a good job. It's going to be fun getting revenge on him. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay, and our last award, <clears throat> the Jackass of the Year. <laughs> The jackass of the whole year. So this is the best award to be given. We'll have a trophy. We'll send to whoever wins it. <laughs> Who is your jackass of the year? My jackass. You're going to have to have a lot of, well, my jackass <laughs> Oh no! of the year goes to the Colorado cult, the thing you were talking about. <laughs> okay. That... It was the hype. It's what you said. The hype before the season. That they're coming. They're going to dominate. And they went 1-8. and eight. And you would think once you go 1-8, and eight, you might tamp it down a little bit until you actually do something. But the Colorado Colt is at high frequency still. Saying the same thing that they were saying before, and they went 1-8. and eight. Now they're saying the same thing. It, it, it's just, to me, the cult a joke. You know, if they do some things, then fine. But, my gosh, it's, uh, I, I, and here's the thing, is I feel bad for everyone being played in Colorado. Well, not too bad, but after next year, they're going to be without a coach, and they're going to be looking for a coach, and a whole bunch of guys are going to be gone uh, and it's that whole cult thing that is the jackass of the year award for me. Okay. 
Okay. James? Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I I got I gotta go with our our favorite boy Fine Bomb on it. Oh, Fine Bomb. That's a, it's, yeah. a, it's it's low hanging fruit if we're being really honest. I just now the last couple of weeks he's been a lot better, but his inability to just pull his own head away from the SEC is just it's incredible. Um, and I can't, I can't listen to the guy. He drives me, he drives me insane because he's just so SEC. And I'm sitting here going, but the SEC was the third best conference this year. The SEC was the third best conference this year behind the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. But it, not listening to Feinbaum, you would think that <laughs> I was going to say something. Um, I censored myself there, Bryn. Thank I don't you. Know, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Feinbaum. Just can't. I can't stand the guy. I could give him the jackass of the week every week. I it just. I can't do it. Because he just can't be honest. That's the thing, dude. He finally, he has finally come out and, oh, Michigan did a great job. But I just feel like he's hedging it because he he's just praying He's just praying that the NCAA takes the championship away because he has said that. I mean, he has all but come out and said that this is a fake championship. And it's just like, shut up, dude. You are you weigh 109 pounds. Like, shut up. Go. Ah, I can't stand him. That's my brand. Go. Okay. I mean, a lot of people in the chat are saying – Caleb saying Riley, which those those would be good ones. Maybe we could get a towel made that says Jackass of the Year and <laughs> send it to Caleb. He can wear it on his head. Um, but no, mine is Klyovkov. Hello. Okay. And Mr. Last, man wins. Year, last year, mine was Larry Scott. Who would have thought that a year later we'd be giving the Jackass of the Year to the other Pac-12 commissioner for his inability to save this conference. And what really pisses me off is over the last couple weeks, Klyovkov was at the Sugar Bowl game. I think he was at the national championship. He was there last, last night. night. He's soaking it all in. And the comments he's making about like, well, if the teams had just been patient, then we still, and it's like, dude, you blew this thing up. Yep. And you're not, you're still not taking any accountability for ruining it all. So he is the jackass of the year in Bryn my wins. opinion. Yep, I agree. That's Ugh. the right answer. Ugh. That's the Anyways. answer. All right. Well, that's all we've got tonight. We've gone an hour. Leave us your comments. Let us know how you feel. Make sure you do like the video. Make sure you're subscribed. You're following. We'd love a super thanks or a super chat. Everyone's agreeing with me because I am right, as always. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's just how it goes. What's next? Oh, Ron F. No, we're we're not going anywhere. Someone gave us a comment last week about they're going to miss us. We're not going anywhere. We're going to do off-season stuff. We're figuring it all out. That's why you need to hit the notification button so you know when we're recording and we're going live because we're going to be around. Yeah, there's stuff. To, NFL we got NFL. Happening. Yeah. A lot of NFL. Yeah. We got, look, we got some uh, NHL. So you folks that don't like NHL, the NHL, or follow it, you'll want to follow it. Because once you listen to us, you'll be in. I guarantee it. But no, the, and there's All other right. football stuff. NCAA there stuff is. that's going to be happening. So yeah, we'll keep we'll be keep doing it. We appreciate all of you, by the way. Thanks for tuning in and checking us out. Even if you're not Ute fans, it's good to have you here. We appreciate everybody. It's good fun.
Go Utes. Gary, did you calm down there? Mellow. Mellowed in. Oh, yeah. Mellowed out. Oh, here we go. 